Ladies and gents, good evening. Welcome to 33 podcast episode number 33, I should say, of the Moyes podcast. Good evening, everyone. I say good evening because it is half past seven here after 48 hours of who the fuck is the president going to be. Not that we should really care. And obviously, we're in a certain situation as far as the UK goes. But I'm not going to touch on that because, A, we spoke about that quite heavily when these podcasts very first began. We spoke about coping mechanisms. We spoke about coping strategies. We spoke about mindset. And I don't need to do that again. So if you want some lockdown advice, my advice would be to go and listen to episodes one, two, and three. And then obviously the rest of the episodes, of course. But specifically one, two, and three of this podcast. Because, like I said, we started this at the beginning of lockdown one. But moving on. The thing I wanted to talk about in episode 33 is a hugely, hugely common misconception when it comes to dieting, fitness industry, physiques, whatever you want to call it. A massively, massively misunderstood and farcical, I suppose, thought process behind weight management, body fat, exercise, you name it. Because let me ask you, in fact, let's kick off this podcast with a game of Would You Rather? We all know Would You Rather, right? You know that game you used to play when you were slightly drunk? So, let me ask you this. Would you rather have a great physique, but you have to give up a few hours of your life each week to maintain it and to keep it? Or you can be completely free, eat whatever you want, don't have to do any physical movement if you don't want to, but you're going to look and feel like shit. So, to clarify, have a great physique, but you've got to give up multiple hours of your life to keep it. Or, do whatever the hell you like, but you're going to feel and look like shit. Now, the funny thing is, the majority of us would choose option number one. But that isn't what the majority of us's, bad English, actions are. The majority of people, particularly in the UK, choose option number two. They live life completely free, and they look and feel like shit... From their perception, anyway, you know, it is a relative thing. But the problem is they're not content with looking and feeling like shit. They're not going, you know what, I'm happy to feel and look this way because of being completely free. And let me just clarify on this podcast. Look like shit, again, is a very relative thing. I'm using that as a general, you know, overview, if you will. Because there are a lot of people that eat whatever the hell they want. Don't worry about exercise. Don't worry about being mindful about their calories. And they are quite happy in their lives. And if you are one of those people, fucking switch this episode off. But chances are, if you're here, you are either on your journey, are about to start your journey, thinking about starting your journey, or perhaps you have completed your journey. But either way, you're probably listening to my podcast because you have an issue with your body be it with body confidence, be it with high body fat levels, etc. So I'm talking to you guys, okay? So for those of you that are happy and this doesn't apply to you, then see you later, see you on episode 34. So this is the thing. The majority of us do spend our lives being completely free, eating whatever the fuck we want, but there are consequences. Do you remember the old saying, you know, to make an omelette, you have to first break a few eggs? It's exactly the same situation. There is no reward without sacrifice. I often use the analogy of money, but it's an absolute perfect case in point for this argument. You cannot earn a salary and just go and spend your money on whatever you want in whatever quantity you want forever. 
you might be able to have the odd day like that. You might be able to have the odd week like that. But you cannot frivolously just chuck money around and expect there to be no consequences because if you do it to the extreme, you're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose the things around you. And that's, funny enough, is an issue. So throughout our entire lives, from day dot, we are taught there is no reward without sacrifice. And of course, our parents instilled this in us young. You know, okay, you can get this. My triplets, for example, we're doing a sticker chart at the moment where if they do a good job of going to bed without being dicks and they eat all their dinner and they're helpful around the house with tidying up, they get a sticker. And they've got a little pathway on their sticker charts and when they complete all the stickers, they work their way towards the end goal. And the end goal is a small reward of their choosing. They choose what they want to do. So, for example, week one was colouring books. Week two was some colouring pencils. And week three, again, coming up, is more colouring books. I say weeks because it's just an easy way to put, you know, to say it. But basically, chart one, chart two, chart three. As you can clearly see, they love colouring. The point I'm getting at is... Even at four and a half, we are instilling the mindset into them that if you want something, you have to work for it. And the problem is, this is what a lot of the younger generation nowadays don't comprehend. You know, they just go, right, well, you know, it grows on trees. You know, I can see it. You can see elements of it of it in the generation nowadays that they just don't have this perception of stuff costs money you have to give up something if you want something and it's going to be a huge problem for this generation when they get older but hey i'm not here to talk about them i'm here to talk about you and strategy so what would you rather have a great physique give up multiple hours of your life to maintain it or be completely free whatever the hell you want and look and feel like shit the majority of us like i said would choose option number one but we're living option number two because let's not beat around the bush, to achieve a great physique, the only reason we're having to do these long deficits, the only reason we're having to go into weeks and months of a plan, the only reason we're having to make larger sacrifices is because we fucking put ourselves in debt. We gained too much body fat, we were dickheads with our money in terms of calories, and we're paying the price. This is why people find it difficult because they dig themselves a bigger and bigger hole. Now, I'm not saying that there's not other issues that come into play here. Of course, yo-yo dieting and then obviously the psychological issues that diets instill in us, you know, and also damage that happens from when we're growing up and abuse and so many different things that can contribute to our relationship with food because, you know, as we touched on the previous podcast, uh, which I think is a sentence I say in pretty much every podcast I record, there's an inert reaction with emotional eating and obviously comfort eating. But the thing we have to understand is that if we want anything, there's got to be a little bit of work with it. And the problem is a lot of us don't accept the fact that there's a lot of work to do because there was a lot of fucking up done. In other words, we spent too long of our lives in a calorie surplus, be it a small one, But the fact of the matter is, we didn't stop the rot. We kept that calorie surplus going. And over weeks, months, years, even decades, the body fat went on. And then one day we decided to make a change. One day we decided to do something different. One day we employed a coach, joined a program, whatever. Started moving more, started being mindful of our calories, whatever it is. But we started doing that, which is fucking awesome. You know, it is. 
to have the courage, to have the acceptance, you know, to, to start making a change to your life is fucking difficult, but it's bloody commendable. Sometimes people are dickheads when it comes to the decision they make. They start drinking shakes or signing up to fat loss clubs. But aside from those things, <laughs> again, previous podcast, it's, it's an amazing thing to do. It's one of the best things that you can do to decide, you know what, I'm not happy in my life. I'm going to do something about it. And hell, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast, a lot of clients listening to this podcast right now that are going through hell in other ways of their life. Clients that have chosen to make huge changes in other areas of their life. And I fucking commend you guys for that because it's bloody difficult. It really is. And I've been there and I know how you feel. But the thing going forwards is we must never lose sight of our sticker charts. We must never lose sight of that if I do something, I get a reward. But we must also never lose sight of the more of our lives we spend not following a correct path, going down a damaging path, if we will, regardless of the reason why, the bigger price we have to pay. The more weeks we have to spend in a deficit, the more smarter we have to be with our strategy, the more we have to work. So to go back to that original question, yeah, you can have a great physique. Anybody can. It's achievable for everyone, not just the elite that you see on Instagram. But the fact of the matter is, you are going to have to give up multiple hours of your life, which will be cumulative in days, weeks, even years, if your journey hasn't been a good one up to this point. The further down the road you got, the further you've got to walk back. And sometimes that's a really hard thing for people to hear. It's really hard for people to, to sit there and go, fuck, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I'm going to have to work my fucking ass off to get myself to a position where that isn't an issue anymore from a self-confidence perspective, from a health perspective. And it's gutting to hear. It's even gutting to say, but it must be said. We must understand that we are not equal to Karen in the gym who's only got five or ten pounds to lose. We've got to understand that, yeah, Karen was a bit of a dickhead for the last six months. Maybe was a bit of a dickhead during lockdown. But she only gained ten pounds on top of her normal weight. So she's not going to have a particularly long journey. She's going to be over, said and done with it pretty quick. And also her journey doesn't have to be hugely dramatic Whereas our journey with our 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds to lose, it's going to be longer. We're going to have to settle in for the long haul. And this is why what I do in terms of sustainability, what I coach, what I preach, if you will, in terms of sustainability is so fucking important. Because if you are Karen, then yeah, you can probably do what Karen does and jump on a weight loss program, jump on a shit shake plan, jump on a juicing plan or whatever, or just cut out the crap for a couple of weeks. Oh, and la da she's back to where she was. But you're not her. Your road, you journeyed down it a lot longer than she did. So not only have you got more to lose, you've got more demons to tackle. You've got more work to do, and it's going to take you longer. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't start. If you're driving to a, a destination, you go down a, a road that you didn't think you were going to go down, 
And you keep going, you keep going, you go, I swear this fucking sat-nav's right. And you keep going, you keep going, and then right at the end, after, what, 10 miles of maybe bumpy, like, gravel road terrain, not the lovely smooth motorway, you get to the end of that road, and there's road closed. Road ahead closed in front of you. What have you got to do? Do Do you just give up there? Do you just go, right, this is where I live the rest of my life? No, of course you don't. You turn the fucking car around. And although it is painful to go over those gravel roads, you do it because you have no choice. You do it because it's imperative that you do. Now, don't get me wrong. You don't have to. You can stay there. You don't have to turn things around. If you are content with the choices you've made in your life, and if you are content with the fact of, yep, it may not be optimally where you want to be, if Aladdin popped out of his, not Aladdin popped out of his genie, what the fuck am I talking about? If the genie popped out of the lamp, you would make a wish to not be there. But if you're not prepared to do the work, if your mindset is not prepared to go, you know what, we've got to turn this car around and yep, you're going to have to go down that gravel road all over again. But you know what, you're going to have to do it because we need to get you to your destination. Fair enough. But if you're not prepared to do it and you don't want to do it, then don't. No one's forcing you. The point I'm getting at is it is staggering, genuinely staggering how many people I come across which don't understand this concept. How many people that are frustrated in the microcycle of a week, frustrated in the microcycle of seven days, going, what the fuck? Where's my results? Why have I not lost my 80 pounds yet? They're frustrated when you say to them, you need to focus on your habits. You need to focus on what got you here. You need to focus on your relationship with food, your relationship with activity, because they're sat there with their Karen mindset going, fuck off, mate. Just give me some bloody salad. Give me a shake and jobs are good and let's get this weight down. And so when I'm sat there going, I need you to eat more calories. I need you to eat at a sustainable level. I need you to give your body the fuel it needs. I need you to fuel fat loss rather than starve it. They're sat there going, fucking shut your face, mate. Seriously, I'm eating 800 calories a day. I'm in a huge calorie deficit. I'm going to achieve my goal in no time. And I'm sat there going, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. Because you are not going to keep that 800 calorie diet up. You are not going to be consistent with it for the amount of time that you need to be consistent with it to lose the body fat that you've gained because of the amount of time that you spent in a calorie surplus. It's such a difficult conversation to have as a coach because you sound like a fucking arsehole. But it's the truth. This is why it's so important to ensure that what you do is sustainable, to ensure that instead of just papering over the fundamental issues, the basically, instead of papering over the fundamental issues, the reason why you went down that road for so long, because everyone goes down that road, everybody takes a wrong turn at some point. But loads of people turn back after a mile. Loads of people turn back pretty damn quick because they realize pretty damn quick this is a problem. But there are a lot of people, the majority of people that I work with, that continue down that road. Hoping that either things are going to improve and eventually they'll be back on the right road. Or they just keep going. And the problem is one day they get to that roadblock. One day they get to that point in their heads where they go, oh, fuck. 
And you're going to have to turn that car around. You're going to have to look at the reason why you kept going while everyone else stopped. You've got to look at all of the road signs, all of the, the you know, the, the pointers that said to you, this is a bad road. Every single warning you were given about going down that road, every single mile you passed that said, stop going down this road, you're going the wrong way, you ignored all of them. Until that final one. And then you realised. Which again, like I said, is great. It's fucking commendable. And now let's turn around and go back. But the problem is, because you didn't identify with those early warning signals, there has to be an element of sacrifice. There has to be an element of compromise. I'm sorry that you have to do a decent amount of steps every day. I'm sorry that you have to monitor the fucking things in the first place. I'm sorry about the fact that you can't eat like a dickhead every day. That you can't have whatever you want to eat in whatever quantity, whenever you want it, at whatever time of the day, endlessly. But that's not how money works. That's not how we were brought up. And that is exactly the issue that got you here. I'm sorry that you're going to have to track on MyFitnessPal or any other app, NutriCheck, whatever. I'm sorry that you're going to have to apply yourself. You're going to have to make changes in your life. I'm sorry that life is never going to be the same for you. I'm sorry that you went down this road, you established a certain relationship with food and with exercise, and you fell in love with the relationship you had with food because you ate whatever you wanted whenever you wanted it. But the problem is, it led you here. And now, you are... The lights are on in terms of your priorities. The lights are on in terms of the warning. And you've finally seen them and you've gone, fuck. It is not easy. It isn't. It's a fucking pain in the ass to track on my fitness power. It's a pain in the ass to wear an activity tracker. It's a pain in the ass to be mindful of both of these things, to adhere to targets, to apply yourself in this way. It's a pain in the ass to do these steps every day. It's a pain in the ass to go to the gym. It's a pain in the ass to go for a walk, to go for a run, to do exercise in the first place. It's a pain in the ass to have to expend even a second of conscious thought on this shit. But tough. Because you carried on going down that road and now you don't have a choice. Well, you do. You either don't do it or you do. Now believe me, in an ideal world, we would not do any of these things. Like I said, we would tell the genie, do me a favor, just give me the world's greatest metabolism so I can eat whatever the hell I want and not gain any weight. And I don't have to do any exercise. I can have all the muscle I want. I can basically just alter my physique depending on my mood that day. And that's it. But we don't live in that world. The same way that we can't just spend our money frivolously without a care in the world. We have to budget. We have to be sensible. We have to adhere to the laws of th physics. We have to adhere to the laws of thermogenesis. And the fact is, the laws of thermogenesis have got you exactly where you are. Be it with an extra 10 pounds, be it with an extra 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 or more. It's gutting the fact that we have to take an approach. But we do. And so we have to understand that for life to change, i.e. for our physique to change, our relationship with food, relationship with movement, then we have to make changes. 
and we have to make changes and sacrifices that we don't want to do. Now, you can find joy in those things. You can find an awesome, awesome environment and an awesome feeling from the exercise that you do. You can establish a better and more educated relationship with food and really appreciate a plethora of different foods by being more mindful of what you consume. You can enjoy the outdoors, the fresh air, the sound of the birds. You can enjoy using your body with the walks, the exercise that you do. And of course, you can enjoy the feeling of accomplishment, of achievement from the journey that you are on and everything that you experience on it. There are so many beautiful and enjoyable gems in your journey. And I'm not saying that they're always going to outweigh the fact that you have to fucking do it in the first place and it's a pain in the ass. Because believe me, if I had a pound, if I had a penny for every client that has turned around and said to me, I'm really getting fed up with my fitness pal. Really getting fed up with tracking my food. Really getting fed up with doing this. Or those that have thrown in the towel. That have gone really fed up with doing this. So thank you Mr. Moyes. Ta-da. And I'd probably be a millionaire. But that's the difference. That's the difference between those that succeed and those that don't. You have to understand there's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be compromise. There is give and there is take. For my triplets to get their colouring books, first they must eat all their dinner. They must go to bed without being dickheads. They must do chores and do as they're told around the house, reasonably. But if they do that, they get rewarded. We cannot just give them everything they want, whenever they want it, because then they will turn into spoiled little brats. And that is not the kids we're putting into the world, and it won't do them any favours in... 20 years time, 30 years time, whatever. Your body is a four and a half year old. Your body is and has the same fucking mindset. You have to teach balance. You have to understand that further down the road you went, the more work you've got to do. But you have to fall in love with the journey. You have to fall in love with the elements of it. Because believe me, like I said to you guys a million times on here, on my walk talks, there is so much that I love about getting up early. And there's so much that I love about lifting weights and the feeling of it. So much that I love about my walks. But that doesn't mean that I always want to do them. Doesn't mean that I am jumping out of bed going, I'm fucking excited for this today at quarter to five in the morning doesn't mean that I'm not walking going, oh, fucking freezing out here, it was warm in the house, what are you doing? It's not a case of, there is no perfect approach. There is no perfection where you eat whatever you want, where you move however much you want to move, and you achieve your goal. You don't get all three. But you'll be amazed how easily we can convince ourselves that we can. The only thing you have to understand and realize and accept is that the speed of your journey is dictated by the sacrifice and the compromise that you are willing to make. If you don't want your life to be changed too much, 
then welcome to a small calorie deficit. Welcome to steady weight loss. Your journey is going to be a fuckload longer, but if you're consistent, you'll get there. And you may very well be consistent because your deficit is small. There's not too much change to your life. But the compromise is that by taking this I am not going to change my life too much approach, then your journey is going to be pretty damn long. And then, of course, you have the other side of the coin, which is let's fucking go balls to the wall. Let's do a shitload of exercise, shitload of steps. You know, let's make sure that we're eating fuck all calories. Yeah, your deficit is going to be a big calorie deficit. Yep, your body's going to have to turn to a lot of stored body fat to fuel and make up that deficit. You're going to lose body fat faster. You're going to achieve your goal faster. But your life is not going to look anything like what you want it to look like or what it was. You are going to have to make huge changes to your days, to your routines, to how you eat, to how you move, to how you think. And this is where the sweet spot in the middle comes in. Between that level of intensity and a huge calorie deficit and the former, the small calorie deficit. And that point, that point on that spectrum between those two, that's where coaching comes in. That's where I come in to help you find what is that point. What is the point that you can sustain this, where you can be consistent, where there's enough of a change to your life to make a difference, where we are still improving your relationship with food, improving your relationship with activity, where we're still in a decent calorie deficit, that we're losing weight at a rate that you are happy with. But we are not destroying the life that you love. The life that you enjoy. The life that you want to live. And that, my friends, is fat loss. So, thank you for listening, folks. Appreciate it. That is episode 33. Now, obviously, um, during the next month, I will be biasing these podcasts more towards keeping you guys focused, keeping you guys enthused. That's what they're always about, obviously. You know, the podcasts are designed to give you focus and motivation and education and stories, etc. And they will come. They will come. But my biggest thing for the next month is to make sure that you guys are supported as best I can. So if you aren't following me on Instagram, I would thoroughly recommend it because daily I am going to be putting up content for you guys not just in the form of insta stories but in the form of posts same thing goes for my facebook page to make sure we keep your head in the game the whole idea of a coach is there isn't anything i can do from a physical perspective to you i can't bash a fork out of your hand and stop you eating calories i can't move your feet for you so that you burn the calories everything physical is down to you what i can do though is influence you what i can do is get you to think what i can do is get you to consider my job is all about your brain it's up to you to look after the physical and your body in that in that sense so head over to my instagram at chris moyes k-r-i-s-m-o-y-s-c and also head over to facebook at chris moyes fitness give us a follow on both of those particularly instagram because as i said that content is designed and on there for you guys as are these podcasts to keep you focused, okay? More so now than never, we need to unequivocally make sure that our heads are in the game and we're not paying too much attention to what's going on in the world, okay? Look after what you're doing, look after your world, and 
to close out this podcast with the most relevant fucking quote, the most relevant it's ever been in the history of this podcast, bar maybe the beginning, give and grant yourself the serenity to accept what you cannot change, the courage to change the things that you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. See you next time.